0: This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at capitalfinancialusa.com.
1: We need to keep things pleasant, I think. It's so easy to hate, it's so easy to dislike, it's so easy to get disgusted that sometimes we need to remind ourselves that things aren't as bad as we want them to be. Just
0: do a few woo saws. Woo saw? Yeah.
1: We could do a few woosaws, yes. <laughs> we could do the downward dogs. <laughs> yeah. We could do the woosaws.
0: Go touch some grass. You know, do all the things. We could do all <laughs> of the things.
1: One of the things about a Monday after an NFL weekend is that usually for fan bases, you get to take stock of where your team sits. It's always about, well, did we get a win? Did we escape injury? Did we, did we do all the things we set out to accomplish to do? Most importantly, get a dub. Did we get a dub? And at this time of the year in the NFL, it's about the haves and the have-nots because we've pushed past the trading deadline. We are getting back those early season bumps and bruises guys usually because right away the 53-man roster is like, all right, designated for IR, or we've got them on the pup lists or whatever it happens to be, and we start getting guys back. So for your Carolina Panthers, if that happens to be your team, and that's who we are talking about right now, J.C. Horn has been designated to return from IR. So, yes, a little zen, right? Going to get one back of our key players. Could play against. And then we remind ourselves it's the Dallas Cowboys. Yikes. The Dallas Cowboys this past weekend decided to play a game against the New York football Giants, in which the final score was 49-17. to 17. Yep. Dak Prescott through for 404 yards and recently discovered that Brandon Cooks also plays for his football team.
0: <laughs> it's funny how it works out like that.
1: Brandon Cooks, who was pretty much invisible this most of the season, ends up receiving one hundred and seventy three yards. Uh had enough yak. He's fast, but just got overlooked because it's CeeDee Lamb, right? You got Jalen Ferguson new to the building. He's got Pollard. Tony Pollard to the yeah. you know and you get a touchdown, and you get a touchdown, and you get a touchdown. Now, that doesn't excuse the fact that the Dallas Cowboys are not exactly you know, tearing the house down when it comes to, to record and whatnot. They are 6-3, and three, but they're undefeated at home, and that's a different thing. But they are coming to Charlotte this upcoming weekend.
0: Which will be like a home game for them.
1: Yeah, Yes, the Cowboys fan base does travel incredibly well. Yeah. I don't think I've been in a city that I have... Uh, Worked in and I've worked in a number of NFL cities, and now I'm here in the Triangle and close to Charlotte. To where uh, going to a game did not involve roughly half the building being Cowboys fans, if not more. It's like if you're at, say, when Kobe Bryant was playing for the Lakers, and the Lakers would visit Charlotte. Kobe Bryant and the Lakers, that would dominate the building quite quite a bit. Sure, yeah. Or at a Carolina Hurricanes game where you see one of the New York teams come in. Or maybe the Bruins or maybe even a Canadian team.
0: One of the original six, usually. Yes,
1: you would see many more of those fans outside of Hurricanes fans. It's just the simple economy of the fan base. It's what it is. They travel well. They feel pretty well. When asked about facing the... Dallas Cowboys this Sunday head coach Frank Reich who just wrapped up a press conference offered up this
0: yes it's a, you know it's a yeah I
1: think what you're saying
0: Alex is exactly true there's a both end. Um, what changes is the matchups change and the schemes change that you're going against so you're exactly right um, from that aspect it changes in how we game plan and approach it um, you know I I, I'm, I would think if you talk to most of the players they might not admit it, but when you're going up against a hot team, guys, you know, it's an opportunity. You know, it's not, you know things have not been going well for us as
1: a team. So um, it's an opportunity. That was a very plain statement. Things yeah. have not been going well for us.
0: Speaking of vanilla,
1: here's an opportunity for us. Well, of course it's an opportunity. You Every have, week's an opportunity, Frank. You have one win on this entire season. It will be an opportunity. An opportunity against a team that is playing very good football, coming off a very undeniable win. That's the best way I could put it. There was no way the Giants were in that football game at the opening kickoff. It was not going to happen. But they hung a 49-piece on the New York football Giants. That is definitely a team that is on a roll and a team that is trying to make sure that the Philadelphia Eagles, the defending NFC champions, Do not get far away from them, and they stay within striking distance. The Cowboys are that team. They're an enigma wrapped in a riddle sometimes. Sometimes they play really, really good football. Other times, you're just like, it's a head-scratcher moment for you. Meanwhile, on the flip side of that, as I try to find you some Panthers Monday Zen, you know what you're going to get with the Panthers right now.
0: Oh, yeah, and it's not pretty.
1: You don't really have to elaborate much on it's not pretty, Victoria. You really (laughs) don't. Just making sure there's
0: no confusion for There is zero
1: confusion between these two football teams. There absolutely is none. There is a talent level that is a, there is a gap. There is a gap between the Carolina Panthers and the Dallas Cowboys. A game that is, I mean, every game is a must win, but it's a game that, It's not even, it's barely a litmus test because there's no comparison to be between these two teams. Carolina and Chicago was more of a comparable kind of yin versus yang kind of thing. And as you look at the Panthers and you see where they are going right now, and you see, okay, J.C. Horn's going to come back, but. Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuda with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888 843 001388-843-0013 or text Adam to six hundred seven hundred Golds of Pates Books and Investment Advisory Services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina Registered Investment Advisor. So what do we do with the play calling right now? What do we do with Bryce Young and Adam Thielen? Do we try to force Sanders more into this offense? Have we given up on Miles Sanders as a, as a viable one at this point and we're moving on? Can we get Hayden Hurst the ball a little bit more? No one's questioning the defense right now. Diana Rossini in The Athletic wrote basically like they're questioning everything else about how this team is put together, how this team operates on the field. Sometimes you get blessed with the right coordinators and the right head coaches. And when you look at how this Panthers team operates, they do all right. When faced with some adversity, like if the game is close, they're okay, but this is is not a team that plays from behind very well. No, it's, it's like the Russian, the Russian hockey team back in 1980, you don't know what to do when you're trailing. You don't have a plan for that. You don't, it's like, okay, we have these options. We have this extra set of plays or this set of plays that we go to when we're down 14, because you do have to throw out the script. The Panthers are not an explosive offense. The explosiveness right now has come on special teams. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Eddie Pinheiro.
0: No. No, not at all, unfortunately. He tries. But, yeah. Trying
1: does not get you wins. (laughs) That is the problem. We can try and try and try our hardest – but it's not getting us wins. It's not creating the separation that this team needs as a National Football League team that plays in the NFC South, which is still a hot, garbage division.
0: Well, and, you know, speaking of frustration as a Panther fan, this is one of the things that I've talked about over the weekend, like with my dad even, is just with the cycle so we were told that we're gonna let steve wilkes go because we're gonna think differently we're gonna have an offensive mind so we're gonna clean house get an offensive minded staff we've got frank we've got you know thomas now but here's the offense stinking and here's the defense which is meh to me i feel like it's worse than it was when steve was here so now we've got a bad offense and a not so great defense and we're going backwards this is the frustration. Like, okay, this is we did all of this for that. Boo.
1: Hope is a very dangerous thing. Yeah. And the hope at the start of this season was this team was not going to be this bad. And as I try to find these moments of Monday Zen for you, I will remind you that the NFC South is hot garbage. The New Orleans Saints who lost Michael Thomas and Carr in the same game are 5 and 5. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are four and five. The Atlanta Falcons, who I believe are on like their eighth quarterback, are four and six. Yep. This is the time of year where you start seeing those Z's in the in the in the standings, like you know, out of playoffs kind right. of thing. Yeah. The Carolina Panthers are one and eight. They're not out of the playoffs. They have not been mathematically eliminated from anything, and they are not good. Garbage. But and as we look for more Zen. And I'm trying to help you stay grounded, but it's not helping that I give you more evidence that Kyler Murray is back in Arizona. And Kyler Murray decided to run his team back against the Atlanta Falcons. At least it was Atlanta, so Atlanta took the loss. But Kyler Murray led the Arizona Cardinals, who were 1-8, to a second win on the season. So now they are 2-8. So the draft pick that the Chicago Bears hold is still pretty darn awesome yeah. as the number one pick.
0: More kick in the teeth.
1: Next year's draft. And not only do they have one pick, they have their own still as well. So the onus, Panthers fans, if you so desire, is to cheer on this team. Is it possible, though, to cheer on this team? It's hard. I, I think even the most diehard of fans, and you are one of those included, Victoria, have a tough time rolling out of bed going, Hey, it's a Panthers game day. Who do we got? It's Dallas.
0: Yeah, no. No,
1: not at all. But you still have New Orleans, and you still have Tampa, and you still have Atlanta on your schedule. And it is a hot garbage, hot garbage of a division. So as you look for the Zen and you hear Frank talk about, I'm sorry, Coach Reich, I don't know. I don't think I can call him Frank no, anymore. he's Frank. Are you allowed to call him Frank? Because I would. if I call him Frank, it feels like I have a personal bond with him, and I do not. No. I do not. You are not my brother from another mother. You are Coach Reich until I get comfortable with you. And right now, I am uncomfortable with you. Mm-hmm. There is no comfort in knowing. You know knowing what?
0: That- call him dude. Just be like, hey, dude. <laughs> you I should make better calls.
1: Zero comfort in him as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers right now. There is nothing that. He says right now that reassures me that there will be a win on Sunday. Not one thing.
0: I don't buy anything he says, and I'm so over him saying, Well, we're we're progressing, we're working towards this, we're gonna do No, you're not progressing. <laughs> you're not you're not doing that. You're actually going backwards. So I don't believe anything he says.
1: To be measured and throw stones to throw stones, it is the head coach's responsibility to get his team together, get them on the same page. No one's questioning them trying, the players. No one's questioning the players trying.
0: They've got nothing to gain. Like, you you can't even say they're throwing games for a draft pick because we're not going to get it. (laughs) They've got nothing to gain by stinking.
1: This is their last home game, by the way, Sunday, for three weeks. They don't come back until the 17th of December. So this is it. Like, they are hitting the road. This is the last gasp of anything happening at home like home cooking if that exactly if that exists at Bank of America Stadium this is the last chance to even add a pinch of salt or create something from scratch I hope there's some magic I don't see it happening
0: you know when the fans feel most passionate at home now I've noticed by going to the one game that I went to when they boo David Tepper that is like when you get the most. I mean, granted, we were all excited when they won at the end, but at the same time, that the uh, the second time was when we were booing David Tepper because that's where we're at.
1: It is bad that the fan base, the the ire of the fan base is the ownership. Yeah, that's that is as bad as it gets when you start calling out quarterback play or you start going, "Oh man, that defender keeps getting bur- the quarterback keeps getting burned or whatnot." I get that. That's like fandom. That's like, you know what? Man, our team just isn't playing well or whatnot. But if you're laying everything and the most passionate thing you can get about, get, get behind, is the fact that you dislike the owner. Yeah. You have a huge institutional problem right there. They, we just saw this play out up in Washington under different circumstances. But they dislike the owner there, too. And Carolina Panthers fans, I'm sorry, Victoria. I know. We're y'all stuck. are stuck. We are stuck. With David Tepper. So... Hate on him, bang on that drum all you want. Yeah. But that is not changing.
0: Hey, but at least he's bringing music to Charlotte too, since he's a.
1: <laughs> there is your zen. <laughs> yeah. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United
0: States at all, let alone North Carolina